Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Well, good evening, fellow MAGA extremists. Oh, Hakeem Jeffries. Gotta love him. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Happy you joined us tonight. Happy Father's Day. Oh, oh, wait, no. Sorry, sorry, can't use that term. For those of you in Riverside, it would be happy uh, non-birthing parents day. Let's get it right. Happy non-birthing parents day to everyone in Riverside. For everyone else, it's happy Father's Day. Thrilled to have you with us here this evening at your local liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion the conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. Pleased to have you with us this evening. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open. You can reach us at 316-869-1330 by email at john at knssradio.com, on Facebook at True Social at The John Whitmer Show, and on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. would love to hear from you. Um, we do have, we brought him on last week, a new sponsor to the show. I'd like to personally thank Andrew Weens, and the great folks at Kansas Employers for Affordable Health Care for their efforts to protect Kansas employers, employees, and their families by stopping new mandates that drive up rates. Very happy to have Kansas Employers for Affordable Health Care as a new sponsor. And I encourage you to find out more at keah.org. Got a great show planned for you tonight. Kathy Barnett, the grassroots director and advisor to the Vivek Ramaswamy 2024 presidential campaign will join us to dis- to discuss Vivek's 25 policy commitments to take America first further than Trump did. Ramaswamy is actually rising in the polls. He is likely to be on the first debate stage. Be very interested to hear what that campaign has to say. Speaking of campaigns, RNC Rapid Response Director Tommy Pickett will be with us to discuss their new Bank Your Vote initiative, which will be the largest legal ballot harvesting. This key here is legal because Republicans do it legally. Democrats don't have that hindrance. Legal ballot harvesting and election integrity program in history. We'll continue our 2023 local election candidate profiles with a conversation with Celeste Reset, who is a candidate for Wichita mayor. And State Representative Dr. Ron Bryce will join us to share his personal story about the importance of the recent passage of the Born Alive Protection Act. Dalton Glasscock, who is running for Wichita's District 4 City Council seat, was scheduled to be with us tonight. He's had a personal conflict come up, so he'll be joining us next Sunday. In addition, we've got, uh, well, I guess I could, should I tease it? Andrew, what do you think? Should I tease it? All right, I'll tease it. I'll tease it. Brian Fry will be with us next Sunday. And Carrie Lake, the candidate who's an inspirational candidate, ran for governor of Arkansas, will be with us next Sunday as well. We've got a great show planned. And, of course, we'll be taking your calls tonight, 
1330. So got a great lineup. Looking forward to having some great discussions. We'll take calls all throughout the show. Um, I, I, I got to tell you about my Friday. Uh, on Friday, I attended the Pachyderm Club's weekly luncheon. And frankly, I lost my appetite. And it wasn't the company or the food. Both were, were great, uh, other than having to pay Larry Dom and Leo Delperdang a surcharge to sit at their table. I, I don't know what that was about, but there was some sort of a tax that I had to pay. First time Leo Delperdang's ever asked for a tax increase. But at any rate, uh, what made the event like watching an episode of As the Stomach Churns was having to listen to the claims from the speakers who attempted in, in vain, I should note, to explain why they think removing minority representation from the Republican Party's leadership is somehow a good idea. Now, this group was invited to speak as a follow-up to a luncheon the Pachyderm Club held two weeks ago when another panel shared why they opposed the rules change. And I have strived to remain neutral on this issue, but after Friday, frankly, I, I can no longer remain silent. I can't sit on the fence on this. The idea is just asinine. It's wrong, and it's counterproductive. As Republicans, we should be elevating all voices who share our values and our principles, especially minority voices. Those who the Democrat Party has left behind years ago. And yet Republican Rules Committee members claim the change is being offered in an effort to align with the National Republican Party and that the effort would streamline the Kansas Republican Party. Well, you know... That's all well and good, but the first off, the current system is working just fine, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But the Kansas GOP is, unlike the Democrats, a big tent party. I mean, you can't be a pro-life Democrat anymore. They kick you out. You can't be pro-Second Amendment Democrat anymore. They kick them out, too. And it's the inclusion of of these very groups that makes the Republican Party a big tent party. So removing them might be streamlining, but it's certainly not smart. Ousting minority voices and elected officials who have won important elections is ill-conceived, lacks justification, and frankly shocks the conscience. It furthers division and discord and sends the complete wrong message at the very moment that we need to be unifying and growing and working together on behalf of our candidates this year and next year. Take, for example, Hispanics. One in six Wichita households are Hispanic. The local Hispanic population grew 133% since 2000, compared to negative 8% non-Hispanic growth. Their median age is nearly two decades younger than the rest of us old white men. They work hard, they put family first, they hold a strong faith, and they rarely ask for anything, at least the legal ones. So local Hispanic purchasing power has increased as well to $3.1 billion in 2022 and is expected to realize over 300% growth between now and 2027, or rather between 2000 and 2027. An increase rate no other population segment can touch. Yet one of the very groups the state party's rules committee wants to remove is Hispanics. And when pressed repeatedly to explain what urgent need has prompted the introduction of these rules, the panel was either unable or unwilling to give a clear answer. When asked if they would comply with state party chairman Mike Brown's call for another meeting, to reconsider the matter because this has been a disaster, the chair of the Rules Committee said they were considering it. Well, what's to consider? How much do they want to embarrass the rest of us? How much longer do they want Kansas Democrats to be able to fundraise off their stupidity, off our party's self-inflicted wounds? The Rules Committee could or would not offer any legitimate explanation or subjecting 
for subjecting our party to this chaos. So at a time when we should be focused, when we should be organizing and door knocking and fundraising, we're having to deal with this distraction. Our proper focus must be on promoting the principles found within our platform, welcoming anyone to our party who shares those platforms, uniting behind those principles, and then working together to nominate and elect candidates who will champion those conservative principles that we all believe in once in office. But ultimately, that all has to start at the top. Harry Truman famously coined the phrase that the buck stops here because he understood that ultimately the responsibility for the actions of an organization fall on that organization's leader. In this case, that's Chairman Mike Brown. Mike has said on this show that he has, quote, committed not to put my finger on the scale of inter-party discussions. And that's fine. That's Mike's choice. But Mike, you also have directed the Rules Committee to meet and reconsider its recommendation, which was weak, but at least you commanded them to do it. And to date, the state committee has yet to do that. And that was over a month ago. So, Mike Brown, the buck stops with you. It's now time for you to lead. It's time to demand the Rules Committee meet immediately. It's time for Mike Brown to kill this ill-conceived and unnecessary divisive proposal. And it's time for you to fish or cut bait, Mike Brown. It's been 30 days since you called for action on this resolution. The Rules Committee has disregarded your call. They do that either in spite of you or as a favor to you. It no longer matters which. So Chairman Mike Brown, now is your time to lead. If you do not take action to end this, Republicans in Kansas should take action to remove you and replace you with someone who will. We'll take a quick break. You can tell I'm fired up on this. We're going to take a break, and RNC Rapid Response Director Tommy Piggott will be with us to discuss their new Bank of Your Vote initiative, which will be the largest legal ballot harvesting and election integrity program in history. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. The Kia Summer Sales Event is upon us at Midwest Kia. Each month this summer, we'll announce huge dealer discounts on select models, giving you a chance to trade out your competitive make for a brand-new Kia from Midwest Kia. In June, see why the all-new Kia K5 leaves our competitors in the dust. Ready to upgrade your Nissan Altima, Honda Accord, Toyota Camry, or Ford Fusion? Trade it in towards the purchase of any new K5 and get a $2,000 discount. No matter the year, no matter the miles, your competitive trade saves you $2,000 instantly. At Midwest Kia, you'll find inventory in stock and available today with fair pricing that is never over MSRP and no fine print and gotcha tricks that require the fast talk disclaimer at the end of this ad. It's a better way to buy that is simple, transparent, and fast. Trade in that old sedan and upgrade to a new 2023 Kia K5 today and get a $2,000 dealer discount only at Midwest Kia. All new Kias come with an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty. Visit Midwest Kia or MidwestKia.com. And remember, we want to see you in a Midwest Kia. Limited powertrain warranty valid till June 30th. Kansas Employers for Affordable Health Care is leading the way to protect employer-sponsored health coverage that Kansas families rely on. Businesses across Kansas thank legislative leadership in the State House for protecting Kansas employers, employees, and their families. Working together, Kansas Employers for Affordable Health Care and leaders like Senate President Ty Masterson and House Speaker Dan Hawkins are making health coverage more accessible to you and your family. Find out more at KEAH.org. There's one man on this earth who really, truly gets it. It's easier to destroy things than to build things. Putin knows it in Russia as he's trying to blow apart Ukraine and every city they have. Terrorists know it. Socialists know it. And Marxists in Venezuela and Cuba and other places know it. It's easier to destroy things than to build things. And you know who else knows it? The Democrat Party. Mark Levin, Afternoons at 5 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Dogs, a Democrat, and it breaks my heart to have to say an ugly thing like that. But there's a big old pile of evidence that all points towards the fact <laughs> my dog might be. You gotta love this song, you really Democrat. do. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. My dog's a Democrat because of the pile of evidence. (laughs) Sponsored by Wig Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. A few weeks ago, Republican National Committee Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel announced the Bank Your Vote program, a nationwide campaign focused on maximizing pre-election day voting. According to the RNC, BankYourVote.com will encourage, educate, and activate Republican voters on when, where, and how to lock in their votes as early as possible. I'm, I'm thrilled, by the way, to hear them doing this. It's about time. Through in-person and early voting, absentee voting, and ballot harvesting where legal. Joining us now to tell us all about the program and give us an update on uh, the 2024 election is RNC Rapid Response Director Tommy Pickett. Tommy, thank you for joining us this evening. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me on. So let me start with, and, and by the way, I... I absolutely am, am thrilled to hear the RNC doing this because I, I remember, and this is this dates me a bit, but I remember taking a busload of Kansans up to Iowa to door knock for Mitt Romney when he was our nominee, and you know I, we we had the clipboards and we're going door to door, and I saw two kids in the Obama O T-shirts using tablets. And the minute they were getting the data, it was uploaded. And, of course, at the end of the day, our volunteers had to sit there and try and take our chicken scratches and enter them into a database. So I'm thrilled to see that we're doing what Dems have been doing for a while. You know, according to election data, there was a total of under $38 million, $38 million rather, mail-in ballots received in 2020. 18 million of those were from Democrats, and roughly 10 million were from Republicans. So we've got some ground to make up, don't we? We do. In several key states, we do. And I think it's basically from our point of view, we ha- we've had success in certain states in doing this. We're in California, North Carolina, Florida, for example, where there's more people that vote by mail, vote early, vote absentee. Uh, it's just the way that they've been voting for a while. And we had success in a lot of key races in 2022. So the effort now is to supercharge those efforts to make sure that we're uh, building on our efforts in 2022 and closing that gap across the country. So it's not just in those key states that we've had these programs. It's going to be everywhere uh, that we're going to be encouraging people to bank their vote early. I think it's, a, again, I like I said, I think it's a great idea. Uh, I'm a traditional voter. I like to go on Election Day and, you know, pull the lever, so to speak, and, and cast my ballot. But if you look, just at, even looking back at the 2020 election, 69% of voters nationwide cast their ballot non-traditionally, either by mail and or before Election Day. And, you know, Tommy, I've worked as a paid staffer on multiple statewide and federal campaigns over the last few years. I know the Democrats have been doing a better job of reaching out to and capturing the, those voters than we have. And this is it's I'm glad to see that the RNC is finally making a concerted effort to match that effort. Well, the great thing about Bank Your Vote is that it's the state specific information It's going to be across the country. Someone goes to bankyourvote.com. They get that information right into their inbox, right on their cell phone about how to bank their vote early. And a lot of these laws are changed, so we we have to make sure that we're not just putting points on the board in the fourth quarter. We have to be putting points on the board the entire game. If there's going to be multiple days of voting, we have to make sure that we're fighting with both hands in front of us, not one hand tied behind our back. 
we're going to still be fighting bad laws in the court. So I fully understand people that would prefer to go on election day, but unfortunately that's just not the reality anymore. We have election season now yes. and we have to make sure that we're taking uh, uh, full action to make sure we're beating the Democrats at their own game. And I'm confident with this initiative, bankyourvote.com, we're going to be having them running scared in 2024. You know, election integrity is a major concern for many voters. Are, are you at all worried about the increase in advanced and mail voting, or, or do you feel confident in the integrity of our elections? Well, two things on that. One of the great things about the Bank Your Vote initiative is that when someone signs up, it's not just about banking their vote. Once they do that, once they get their vote in early, they can sign up to be a poll watcher or a oh, poll good. observer. Okay. But yeah, part of the Bank Your Vote initiative is the protect your vote aspect of this, uh, really building on. We had thousands of volunteers that were mobilized across the country to protect your vote in 2022, and it's building on that. So we're going to keep fighting bad laws in the courts. That's the first aspect of this. But where the rules are set on the ground, we're going to play by those rules, and we're going to encourage people that sign up at bankyourvote.com to sign up as poll watchers, poll observers, to really make sure that we have fair and free elections. We're talking with RNC Rapid Response Director Tommy Piggott. So looking ahead then, Tommy, at the 2024 elections, there are 12 candidates in the race. (laughs) Who knows? At this point, it's hard to tell, but for the nomination so far, is the RNC pleased to have such a diverse array of candidates? Well, I think all Republicans are pleased to have such strong candidates in this race. I think the reason why so many people are running is because we have stories to tell across the country. Yeah. Republicans have had successes across the country pretty much everywhere. And to me, that, that proves that Republican policies work. Republican policies, when they're implemented, work. And Democrat policies, when they're implemented, don't. So I think Republicans are really excited about these candidates, and I think it tells us how, how strong our party is have so many success stories. Yeah, and I do find it interesting that we're, you know, we've got a dozen or more candidates on our stage. And, you know, meanwhile, Joe Biden's refusing to debate, even though one of his opponents is 20 percent of the vote. And what a contrast between Republicans and Democrats, again, to say Republicans are going across the country talking to voters. They're, They're holding campaign events. Joe Biden hasn't held a single campaign event at this point in his campaign since he announced his re-election campaign, he's been hiding in his basement. He's been going on vacation. So we, we have a situation with Joe Biden where he's hiding from the voters. He's trying to hide in his basement. And I don't think voters are going are gonna, to are gonna like that. And that's part of the reason why I believe even Democrats, a huge portion of Democrats, don't want him as their nominee. No, you're right. And it may have worked for him four years ago. I don't think it'll work again. Uh, let me ask you, Tommy, uh, you know, since we're talking about the candidates, the, how does the RNC react, respond to the recent indictment that was handed down, that federal indictment handed down against President, former President Trump? Well, we're still waiting for details on exactly what the indictment is. But ultimately, what I think in the broader picture of this is that we have an administration in the Biden administration that has weaponized the leverage of govern- governance against their political opponents, whether you're a concerned parent that's been labeled a domestic terrorist right. by the Justice Department, whether you're a pro-lifer who's been targeted by pro-abortion activists And yet the Biden administration does absolutely nothing to protect pro-life clinics, Catholic churches, almost zero prosecutions when it comes to targeting those pro-abortion extremists. So it's part of a pattern here where where it's not just one person. It's it's a a movement in the administration to target people that they don't agree with, and it's unacceptable. The RNC uh, has made a number of changes for leading up to the debates in particular. Uh, By the way, I'm glad to see all of them. I, I was a delegate for the last three Republican National Conventions, and I'm glad to see you guys making some of these changes. Uh, in particular, one, you're requiring presidential hopefuls to pledge to support the party's eventual nominee if they want to participate in the first primary debate, which, by the way, is coming up in Milwaukee on August 23rd. Has former President Trump agreed to that pledge? I know some of the others have. Has, has everybody so far agreed? Uh, at this point, I don't believe President Trump has agreed to that pledge. Um, I, I'm confident he will when it comes to the end of it. But uh, in, in true Trump fashion, I'm sure he'll keep us guessing till the very end. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, I, ultimately, the beat Biden pledge is just a signal that we need to take our country back. We need to save our country. And the first step to doing that is beating Joe, beating Joe Biden. And if you're going to be on the Republican National Committee debate stage, you should commit to supporting the Republican 
uh, nominee chosen by Republican voters. Yeah, I we we when I say we, I mean Republicans have a nasty history of shooting ourselves in the foot and this kind of stuff. And it's so important that we unite. Uh, you know, hey, we're going to fight here in the primary, but once we get to the general, let's all get in the boat and row together instead of you know somebody going off and doing something cattywampus. Uh, I also noticed that you've really pushed for more fair and balanced moderators at these debates. That is a huge improvement because I think we all admit that we've seen in the past some of the moderators definitely had a bias. Uh, They definitely have, especially when it comes to those general election debates. And that was what was so uh, disappointing or concerning. Uh, So many words to describe it when it came to the Commission on Presidential Debates that really refused to work with us when it comes to basic rules like the moderator shouldn't have worked for one of the candidates. Thank you. Yes. So basic. Uh, And so that's a big initiative of the Republican National Committee to make sure that we have fair debates, because that's what the American people deserve. It shouldn't be the candidate versus the candidate and the moderator. It should be the candidates presenting their ideas with a fair and balanced moderator that wants to get the truth, not push a political agenda. And you're so right on that two-on-one, because that it has felt, or in some case three, four-on-one, it has felt that way watching some of these debates in the past. And again, this is another improvement, because, um, you know, hey, you can always take your ball and go home, and you know, we'll watch it anyway. So I'm glad to see that the RNC has finally said, no, we're not going to play that game. Again, if folks are interested in the Bank Your Vote uh, program, they can visit bankyourvote.com. And obviously, if they want just candid information or if they want, more importantly, to donate or volunteer, it's gop.com, correct? That is correct. Tommy, I appreciate you. Thank you again for joining us this evening and carry on the fight, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me on. We'll be taking your calls throughout the show. And coming up after the break, we'll continue our 2023 local election candidate profiles with a conversation with Celeste Reset, who's running for Wichita mayor. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Are you disabled and needing resources to help you live independently in your home? Independent Living Resource Center, located at 3033 West 2nd Street North, is your resource center for information and resources to help you keep your independence. We provide information on accessible housing, cooking classes, computer and budgeting classes, and peer support groups. For more information, call 942-6330 and let us help you stay independent. Empowering people with disabilities. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Where'd you get that grin? Right above your chin. You know the place. Puts a smile on your face and he's the one frozen custard fun made fresh every hour. It's your happy power. Top your day with a smile and Andy's top your day with a smile and Andy's top your day. Are you ready to jumpstart your summer with a smile? Then look no further than my Freedom Berry Jackhammer, a tasty tribute to the red, white, and blue. It all starts with the world's finest vanilla frozen custard, which is made fresh hourly. It's blended with a patriotic mix of the juiciest red strawberries and blueberries. Then we jack it down the middle with fluffy marshmallow. It's a star-spangled treat that'll send you from zero to summer in no time at all. Stop by Andy's Frozen Custard today and grab your Freedom Berry Jackhammer before they're gone. It's the best way to jumpstart your summer with a smile. Brought to you by Rusty Eck Ford. 
A pleasant evening is forecast before we start to crank up the heat. Mostly clear skies will be storm-free tonight. Lows in the mid-60s and southeast winds developing. For Monday, tons of sunshine, lower 90s on the way, with south winds, a carbon copy on Tuesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Shana Stulen, the proposed merger of the PGA Tour and Saudi-backed Live Golf is facing some headwinds. Democratic Senator Richard Blumenthal of Connecticut has opened a probe into the agreement. Any of the tools at our disposal, including subpoenas and hearings, recommendations for action and legislation, are all on the table. We are ready and willing to seek information by whatever legal means we have to obtain it. Speaking on CBS's Face the Nation, a Pennsylvania state trooper is dead, another seriously hurt in a shooting in central Pennsylvania. State Police Commissioner Chris Paris. We are currently working with the District Attorney of Juniata County, District Attorney Snook, for a full and unlimited uh, investigation into this incident. The gunman was killed. America's listening to Fox News. So you have a smart speaker? Tell us to play KNSS Radio. What it is, this is Tyrus from Fox News, and you're listening to The John Whitmer Show. Live Sunday nights, this is The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook and true social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. Well, every election cycle, we try to bring you as many candidates running for local, state, and federal election offices as we have the opportunity to get them on the show so you can hear from them firsthand. We endeavor to invite every candidate registered on the ballot to appear on the show. Many accept the invitation. Some, like Mayor Whipple, are afraid to, but we invite them nonetheless. So each week, between now and Election Day, we will try to bring you a candidate or two If there's someone in particular you'd like to hear from, please let me know, and we will invite them on. That being said, joining us now is Celeste Reset. She and her husband, Eric, have five adult children, three daughters-in-laws, and two grandchildren. She has volunteered countless hours for public schools, her church, and numerous nonprofits in the Wichita area. She has a BS in accounting from, speaking of Whipple, she has a BS in accounting. Did I do that? I shouldn't have done that. She has a a bachelor's of science in accounting from the University of Kansas, Rock Chalk, and an MBA from WSU. She worked at the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the FDIC, in various roles for 25 years, including as a bank examiner and investigation specialist, chief internal auditor, and accounting officer. So if I need somebody to balance my checkbook, I know who to call Celeste. Thank you for joining us this evening, and welcome to the show. Thank you, John. I so appreciate being here on your program, and I appreciate your listeners who are tuning in tonight. Thanks so much. You're you're very welcome. I So you've got kids, grandkids. I know I have grandkids. There are lots of times when I'd rather be spending time with grandkids than, you know, helping out when I've volunteered on campaigns or when I've been a staffer on campaigns. So I have to ask you, with you know, everything else going on in your life. I know you've been involved with the Save Century 2 campaign. Why why run for mayor? Why subject <laughs> yourself to Brandon Whipple's nastiness and all that goes with running for office? Oh, that's such a good question. 
If you asked my kids that question, they would laugh and say, because that's our mom. Um, Ever since I can remember, I've given back to the communities I've lived in, whether it was the public schools when my kids were young or in the church where I worked and served as Sunday school leader, deacon, trustee, elder, um, numerous volunteer projects I've been involved in. I've always had this spirit of giving back to the communities I lived in. And my kids have been part of that. They know this is me. They know that when I see something that needs to be done, I will jump in with 100% with strength and diligence to see it done. And right now I feel like the city's on the wrong track. I feel like our leadership has displayed a lack of civility and maturity, and I've I agree been with disappointed. That. Yeah, I, I, I cannot. I mean, all we have to do is play the Hey Bob track, and trust me, people know. I mean, there is a level of immaturity in the mayor's office for sure. What what then separates you from other candidates in the race? I think that starts with how you described my background and my professional experience. For 25 years, I've worked in the banking and credit union industry. I started off as a cost accountant, moved up to accounting officer, then turned into an auditor, moved up the ladder as a chief internal auditor, took the exam and became a certified internal auditor. And at that point in my career, the FDIC tried to hire me, um, but I said no. I liked where I was at. Then the 2008 economic crisis hit, and that made me mad. I was really disappointed that SEC regulators didn't go when they looked at Bernie Madoff's money and do what's called a third-party confirmation to verify that the securities he was sitting on were actually held in trust, in safekeeping it's called, at the various institutions. And I got mad. I thought, I could do this. And I saw a position created by the FDIC called Investigation Specialist. And it was a brand new position that they created to get experienced people on site looking at fraud, embezzlement, money laundering, Bank Secrecy Act. And I thought, I can do that. I can do that successfully. And that's when I interviewed for the FDIC and accepted a position with them. There is no other candidate running out of the nine in the field that has the financial background. I've written contracts. I've written requests for proposals. Layton calls them RFPs. Right. I've audited financial statements. I've created financial statements. And I've had to manage $20 million that would go through my department in a day and make sure it went to the right place and oversee financial transactions to keep consumer money safe. Who do you want running the city? Someone who's been, a let's say, a news person or a broadcaster or someone with an accounting and financial background who can actually do what needs to be done to make sure money is spent wisely. Yeah, and there's something to be said about that. I mean, obviously, look at the last four years and we can see what it's like to have a mayor who is not qualified for the job. And that's maybe that's, you know, that's a good relevant point. Somebody who's got a financial background, maybe that's a qualification that voters should look at. We're, we're talking with Celeste Reset, who's running for Wichita mayor. Um, you know, a lot of candidates, some in the media, still claim that these local elections aren't political, that they're non, quote unquote, nonpartisan. I think these last few years in particular have proven that not to be the case, especially when, like, for example, the Sedgwick County Democrat Party has endorsed the current mayor. You're uh, currently registered as an unaffiliated. In the past, you were registered as both a Democrat and a Republican, uh, why aren't you running as one or the other? Uh, I mean, in your core, whatever you are, Democrat or Republican, why aren't you running as one or the other? Well, you you nailed that on the head in that I was briefly a Republican when Bob Dole ran for the presidency. He grew up in Russell, which is not far from where my dad grew up in Kerwin, Kansas. But at the core of my center, I've always thought that people should have the right to vote and people should have the right to have a voice in their city government. Now, the mayor and the elected officials are supposed to be nonpartisan. And my dad, who was mayor in 1964, worked closely with other elected officials, whether they were Republican or Democrat. He was good friends with John Stevens, William Tarrant, Don Enoch, Tony Casado, and they worked across the aisle to build Century 2, the library, the Cheney Water Conduit, and did fabulous things working together as a team. What I've seen recently in politics that upsets me is a polarization where we can't even have 
an intellectual or a sensible or a civil conversation with each other, and it's become so angry and divisive that I'm unaffiliated because when we started Century 2, it was about a nonpartisan effort to save the building and get a vote. Now, unfortunately, yes, the mayor's come out and he's ruined the nonpartisan nature of mayor by having the Democratic Party endorse him. This is a huge mistake and shows his short-sightedness, his immaturity, if you will, because if you say the mayor and the city council elected officials is truly a partisan race, then what's to stop Topeka from turning this into a party race? And this may perhaps be the last nonpartisan race for mayor in the history of Wichita. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I fully support that idea, but that's just me. Um, Celeste, let me let me get some, since, you know, the bulk of my audience is, is probably registered Republicans, let me get some ideas where you stand on basic Republican Party platforms. I mean, where do you stand, for example, on issues like Second Amendment rights or the right to life as our core fundamental principles of, of our party? Well, when you talk about the Second Amendment, I want to say first and foremost, as my father did before me and as the oath I took with the FDIC, you have to abide by the Constitution and you have to support the United States of America. So trying to argue against the Constitution is not something I would do. On the other hand, I'm going to speak directly. I'm a straight shooter. When it comes to Second Amendment, I do think there should be what's called red flag laws where if someone is mentally ill or imbalanced, you can um, target their registration for a gun. I think that just makes common sense. But my youngest son, he hunts with his uh, father-in-law. So you have to strike this balance, right, between those who have access to guns and those who shouldn't have access to guns because of mental instability. And then as far as the other you mentioned, we just voted in August. That's not something that anyone should be invalidating because when the voters vote, we have to abide by their decision, and that was decided August 2nd last year. Okay, well, that answers the question. Let me ask you, um, I know uh, Mayor Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas recently signed a resolution declaring that city, Kansas City, to be a safe haven for gender-affirming care, like puberty blockers and hormone therapy, gender transition surgery, that kind of stuff. Would you vote for such a resolution if that were to come up? I, I'm sure that's something Brandon Whipple would support. Well, now I must admit today um, what you're talking about is the first um, time I've heard about it, so I'm not familiar with all of the requirements of that resolution and what they wrote to support that resolution. I think to me that sounds like a state issue, so I'm not sure why um, the city would have focused on this. I guess what I would say that as mayor, we're not changing federal or state regulations. It's about the city. So the most important thing, I think, facing the city right now is that we've got this huge debt um, overwhelming our finances. And our concerns right now, to me, are quality of life issues, public safety, and the fact that we've got $15 million deficit facing us in our finances. I yeah, That I, amen. I completely agree with that. And, and with that, we'll take a quick break and then we'll continue our 2023 local election candidate profiles with Celeste Reset. Our phone lines are open 316-869-1330. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Hey, you know what? Homeland Construction Services is absolutely changing the game when it comes to outdoor living in Kansas. If you dream about an outdoor kitchen, covered patio, a deck, or a poolside cabana that gives you the freedom to control the sun and Kansas elements from your smartphone, then Homeland Construction has a solution you need to see to believe. Contact the Homeland team today at homelandcs.com or call 832-9901. See for yourself what true outdoor living should be. And the winner for the best smoker meats is Dad. Oh, well, thank you. Gates, barbecue sauces, and seasonings? Happy Father's Day, hon. Oh, I want to thank my family for their love and support. Uh, I want to thank my smoker for always being there. I mean, this is the best award a dad could ever get. Uh, honey, let him go, Mom. He's on a roll. Show Dad you truly care this Father's Day with Gates, barbecue sauces, and seasonings. Now available in Wichita at your local grocery store. If you don't see it, ask for it. For all your barbecues, it's got to have Gates. 
If you want to hear it. I love the podcast. The personalities. The best music. I like to hear the news updates. It's on the Odyssey app. It's the most accessible. Wherever I'm going, whatever I'm doing. The Odyssey app makes it easy. Your audio toolbox. Easy to get my news right on their app. Or listening to podcasts. Always music that makes me feel good. It's my go-to news source. The Odyssey app. I love it because it's so portable. In the office, in your home, in your car, everywhere. Gotta download the Odyssey app for sure. From 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Glenn Beck. When you start to have conversations, because all of the data points are there, before, when they were like, we're going to reimagine the police, we were like, that's not going to work. That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Now all the data points are there. You show things like this and say... So let's talk about defunding the police and saying that the homeless, you know, can live anywhere they want. How's that working out for you? The Glenn Beck Program. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. From breaking news to severe weather updates, KNSS is always here for you. So tell your legislators to keep AMFM radio in vehicles now. Text AM to 52886. And tell Congress to keep AM radio in cars. And while you're at it, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. And follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer, to get all the latest updates on the show. Give us a call. Our studio lines are open, 316-869-1330. With us still to continue our 2023 local election candidate profile is Celeste Reset, a candidate for Wichita Mayor Celeste we're going to switch to some policy questions. A, a listener just called in and asked, what would you do to improve Wichita's transit system? Uh, I, I think we'd just give everybody a voucher and let them take Uber. But what would you do to uh, improve the transit system? Well, right now it seems like the transit system has kind of been put on hold with promises around the ball stadium. Yeah. we sold Pickle, Pickleball la- courts. You know, everything else. Right. So it seems like to me, when I get in as mayor, I would look at the expenses with the, um, I think the electric buses are a good idea, but I've also heard they catch fire. So I need to take a look um, at the transportation budget. I do think giving ridership to folks helps save on cars downtown. I know we've got some congestion when we narrowed McLean to just two lanes from four. That's caused a lot of headache for people trying to get from south to north and north to south. So um, in keeping it simple, I'd say I, I am not as up-to-date on the cost of electric vehicles other than they're expense, expensive, but that's an alternative form of transportation, electric buses. In the first part of our interview, we talked about the current mayor and some of the issues that he has faced. I mean, recently, the ethics board voted 4-0 to zero that Whipple violated city ethics policy. Uh, you know, he's also, when he announced his campaign, he implied the crime had fallen. We've had that, you know, the Hey Bob incident. Uh, do you think that's a, an issue that's irrelevant, that, that's that's an important issue for the campaign, or is that personal? Is that is that getting mean? Is that dirty politics? No, I think that's relevant to the campaign because, actually, when I watched what was happening, that's one of the reasons why I decided to run. Not only the fact that we didn't get to vote on the future of Century 2 and the former Central Library, but I was really disappointed when right off the bat he formed a pack and put his wife in charge. Oh, but that's she's non-biased, right? They they don't they never talk. <laughs> and then the second thing he did is one of his campaign managers from Ad Astra was put as president of the park board. Yep. And then he continued on showing this entitlement attitude he had when he tried to jump the line at a neighborhood cleanup. And then when the officer stopped him, he speed dialed city manager Layton to say, how can I complain about this officer? He stopped me from jumping the line and doesn't know who I am. Yep. That that was the final hey, Bob. straw. <laughs> hey, Bob. <laughs> yeah, that was the final straw. And, of course, isn't it ironic that he ran on ethics and he was the first one to found that violated his own ethics policy? Yeah, uh, it's preaching to the choir on that one. We're talking with Celeste Reset, who's running for Wichita mayor. 
Uh, one of the issues that the mayor incumbent uh, ran on was the non-discrimination order. Many feel it was unconstitutional. Would you have voted for it? Would you support an effort to repeal it if, it, if given the chance? No, I, I, they had, um, I'm stumbling over this, but I support the NDO because one thing I, I am uh, in favor of is economic development with sensible, sensible subsidies. But we absolutely did need a non-discriminant ordinance, so I, I would not try to repeal it. In my own life, I faced um, types of discrimination when I was actually terminated from a job when I was six months pregnant. So I know what it's like when things can be turned against you that seem unfair. Um, I, I think I know where I'm going to get an answer on this one. Where do you stand on Saving Century 2 <laughs> versus the Riverfront Legacy Master Plan? Well, that's, that was the- <laughs> He asks the woman who started the Save Century 2, do I even need to bring this up? We've had yet, we've actually had you on the show to discuss this. Yes, you did. Let, let me back it, let me phrase it a little differently then. Is there anything in the Riverfront Legacy Master Plan that is what now, $400 million, is there anything in there that you think is a good use of taxpayer funds? Um, that's a very, very good question. I really don't think we've been waiting to ballroom dance in Century Two. You know, thirty million is supposed to be spent to convert concert hall into ballroom dancing, and I'm like, who came up with that idea? Well, I guess somebody who likes to ballroom dance. <laughs> what do you think of Mayor Whipple's plan to ban or tax single-use plastic bags? Well, plastic bags are a nu- are a nuisance, and I know there is a problem. I was watching the news the other day. It was our local news station, actually, and they had put tags in the plastic bags and found that even when you recycle them at Walmart and Target or even Dillon's, say, they have those big bins and say, recycle here, the tags indicated that the bags were ending up incinerated or in landfills. So this is a problem that I think the Sustainability Committee has recommended single, uh, eliminating single use. I really think that has some valid validity to it. You know, notice I'm not bothering to debate any of this stuff with you. I'm just letting you get it out there as, <clears throat> as wrong as you may be. <laughs> um, all right, let me get to the one issue that, well, the two issues that I think press most. City is facing a budget shortfall of anywhere between 18 to $25 million, depending on what year you look at uh, over the next few years. What is your plan to address the shortfall, and would you vote to raise taxes? That is actually my number one campaign issue, is when I get into office as mayor, the first thing I want to do is hold the line on property tax increases. Now, that's kind of a complicated situation that people don't always understand. But city council can say, we're not raising your taxes, and the mill levy may actually stay the same. But your assessed value on your home is going up, and they're getting more money from property taxes. Topeka says you have to declare if you're revenue neutral. Well, guess what? The budget's already filed the form that says taxes are going up. So... You would not raise taxes. I would not raise taxes. I think if we do a better job of how we spend our money, we wouldn't have to, and that's my pledge. One more key question. Uh, Will you commit not to run as a third-party candidate? Yes, I commit to that. Good. If folks are interested, if they want to volunteer, get involved, or donate, it's CelesteForWichita.com, correct? Yes, that's it. Thank you. I appreciate you, Celeste. Thank you for coming on. Coming up, 2022 candidate for – 2024, rather – Candidate for President Vivek Ramaswamy's campaign will be with us. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show. We'll be back right after this. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.